All right. So, yeah, we're going to change the intro up just a little bit on this episode. Um, not a lot of people are making it to the end, so they really don't hear the end of the, the podcast. And really, like, what you and I are trying to do is, like, not only do we, like, just enjoy talking about rugby to each other, but, like, we also want to bring more of, like, attention to rugby in the United States. And the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> That's a gnat. Dang, Mr. Miyagi. I'm pretty good at it. Uh, but now, like, bring more attention to the United States rugby and, like, you know, help try to grow the sport here. And not only that, you know, we we want to do that through the podcast because we have no other way to fucking do it, right? Yeah. So, like, for those that, that's listening right now, like, what would really help, like, again, if you have anything you want to hear about, if you don't know about the sport, you want us to do, like, a, a beginner rugby video or whatever it is, you know, or or whatever, right? Anything you want to know, anything you want to want us to talk about uh any histories you want us to go over no matter what it is just send those in the questions at scrum.podcast.com or you can put those in on our facebook page uh or you can send them in on messenger but yeah really like what we just want to do is you know we want people to listen to the whole podcast you know get more interested in the sport and try to grow it here in the united states and if you know we don't have people listen to the whole fucking episode then we don't get any <laughs> feedback on the podcast so we really don't know how we're doing you know, we, I mean, so, so yeah, I mean, feedback's good too. Some of the feedback in, but, uh, anyway, we'll cue the, and the, uh, and we'll jump into the episode 13, 13, uh, uh, so I didn't watch actually any of the, the European or Heineken. I watched like part of the man. The, I watched them both. You did? Yeah. How were they? Well, if you like the French teams, they were pretty good. <laughs> so I, uh, man, I thought Tigers were going to do it. I mean, they, I think they lost by one point. Was it like 19 to 18? Something like 18, that. 17. 18, 17. Yeah. I mean, that was, <sighs> It was a tough game, man. It was, it was tough. I was hoping Tigers would do it, but especially because Montpellier really aren't that good of a team. They're like tenth in the top fourteen or something like that. But I mean, yeah. I guess Tigers—they're only they're like bottom middle pack in the prem. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're probably right there in the middle. That's kind of, I mean, how the Challenge Cup goes. It's not for the, you know. The big teams. It's for the teams that are doing okay. Yep, number six. Yeah, so disappointing, especially because you know we both picked Tigers, but <laughs> yeah, it's an all right game. Uh, the next game, the Champions Cup, which was Toulouse and La Rochelle, that was actually a good game. That was a really <laughs> good game, man. Um, really good back and forth it's extremely disappointing that la rochelle were red carded um especially because i think that Toulouse also should have been red carded and they were not so it would have evened it up at 14 14 i mean it was clearly the the rule is neck and head area if it's direct contact with force it's red card you're gone and he clearly he didn't hit him in the head but he hit him right under the chin like straight on the throat that's head and neck area with force with his shoulder 
that's it's not like he hit him in the arm and slid up or the chest and slid up and it was straight to the neck and they were like no that's fine i mean if if you're in the champions cup like you have to you have to play it fair yeah whenever uh rochelle la rochelle is that it yeah when they got red carded was that the one where they like fucking launched dupont (laughs) maybe (laughs) because <laughs> that's all i see on facebook is him just getting manhandled dude um yeah man but other than that it was, it was a good game and i think well, what was the score it was like 22 to 17 it was yeah 22 to 17 yeah so i mean for them to even be within five points when nobody thought they would even get this far is pretty incredible and they did it you know being down a man so i know it's not much for moral victories but it's a pretty good season they've had well uh lester and montpellier uh we both agreed that lester was going to win that one i actually thought lester was going to put up some points i had lester winning 43 to 32 uh you had you had lester 24 to 29 or 29 24 yeah we were both way off on that (laughs) shit i was i was way off yeah which I guess we should have known, realistically, the French teams have been playing kind of these boring defensive games. I mean, I think before that, like, there were two two or three games that even have a try in them. So. Actually, what's funny, too, is looking at uh, the Heineken Champions Cup. I had Toulouse winning 30-24. to 24. You actually had La Rochelle winning 22-17. to 17. Ah, you know, it was funny. I think after the game was over, <laughs> I was like, I think I picked that, but just the other way. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. I think there's actually one more game that I did that with, too, this week. We'll have to go through them. I'm not sure, but there's something really close to that, then. We'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. If we get to it. I I could be completely wrong. I think you're thinking of New England and Rooney. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I, I got to watch a ton of games this week. There wasn't a ton of games this week. Well, I mean, in terms of what there was versus what I normally get to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, watched a little bit of rugby. Smoked that meatloaf thing came how, out. How amazing. was that? Oh, it was so good. I was nervous. Uh because the cream cheese, it was a raspberry um, chipotle sauce that I mixed with cream cheese, and I stuffed that inside the meatloaf. Uh-huh. And uh, it tastes like a dessert. Like, it was so sweet. And I was like, shit, I don't know. Like, maybe I should just, like, not do this not portion. Not do it. Yeah. Just do the meatloaf, right? And I was like, fuck it. I stay committed, right? And I fucking <laughs> put it inside the meatloaf. And I was like, hopefully, like, the juices, right? Just, like, mixed with that cream yeah, cheese. Yeah, like the fats and everything. Yeah. Oh, dude, it did. It was, like, spot on. It was so good. I'll send you my recipe. All right. But I watched all MLR and some of the Super Rugby, and that was it. Like I said, I didn't watch the the European. Yeah, I got got to watch all the MLR for the first time, which, I mean, they only had, what, four games? Four games, yeah. But yeah, I got to watch all of that. I watched Super Rugby highlights. I watched um, European games. I even watched the uh, Champions Cup. Not Champions Cup, the um, RFU Championship games. Yeah. Highlights? Yes. 
but you can get live streams on YouTube if you're lucky. What do you mean if you're lucky? You gotta like... Well, some of them don't have them. Oh, okay, I got you. Well, talking about the MLR, dude, I uh, I take back what I said whenever I said they look slow a couple not, weeks ago. Yeah, not anymore they don't. Oh, dude, it was like these games were badass, dude. Yeah. They, were, they were fucking spot on. Uh, like Utah and NOLA like, in particular, like that game was just fucking... That game made me so angry to watch, <laughs> though. Why? Because I watching the game... I felt like Utah was clearly the the better team, mm-hmm. but they just kept making like stupid handling errors, like stuff that like we don't make, and we're not even good. <laughs> like just yeah. stupid errors, and then they'd give up like like one little thing, and then all of a sudden Nola's through and they score a try, and it's like like it came from nowhere. Like it shouldn't have had. It wasn't so much that Nola was dominating or anything like that. It was just that Utah gave up some dumbass plays. The one that stood out to me, kind of like what you're talking about, it wasn't really like a Utah handling error, but when Nola like overthrew that line out, like mm-hmm. way overthrew it, and you knew it was an overthrow, but that guy still ran up and he had to like yeah. dive, you know, he could have got rib shotted from hell, still still got in for the try. That was the other thing was Utah's line out was trash. <laughs> that, I mean, it was like in the first half, I think they missed like six or seven lineouts, and one half, like you shouldn't miss that many in multiple games yeah i mean so i don't know i thought they were the better team they just kept making errors so and it wasn't just that too their defense probably lacked a little bit too i know i think the first try nola had i thought nola swung it out way too early when they yeah. got out to the wing. i thought yeah. it was way too early you know like they could have held it on for a little bit longer drew in the defense but that's they one got thing that's one thing I noticed about the MLR is you see that, you know, like you watch the prem and like these guys wait until like the very last second to swing it out wide, you know, but MLR, it's like they want to get it to the wings as quick as possible when, you know, they should be letting the defense come in a little bit before they do that. And here they're just like, Oh, nine to 10, 10 to 12, 12 to 14, you know, or whatever, like whoever's yeah. out there, they just automatically real quick cycle through. And it's like, if you guys would run a few more, meters yards whatever you take a few steps let them come in then throw it out you know bait somebody in which i'm not saying you don't see that in the mlr but i mean you don't see it as often that's why the guiltinis are so good they yeah, can do that like, but their forwards are also amazing and they can just plow over everybody and the defense has <laughs> to come in so yeah i mean later that same game utah i mean they they held it you know like kind of what you said nola nola swung it out wide pretty early Utah actually held on to it and, yeah. uh, you know, flipped it out to the 15 last minute. He had an easy run up, beat a defender, got a try running to the goal post while he was, you know, already on the fucking try line or the touch line. Yeah. Mikey Teo. What was. He's what a big was, ass 15, dude. That's yeah. A, I was going to ask you, do you remember what his nickname was at the World Cup? Uh uh-uh. uh. I think it was England. Gave him a not super nice nickname. <laughs> 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 I think it was. Was it called? It was something like I could be wrong, but it was something like the fatty fullback or something like that. Jesus, and it was kind of mean, but I mean, he's he looks like a prop playing in the the back line. Yeah, he's, but he's, he's good. Cool. He's amazing. Yeah, I gotta look this up because it was like they said it, and I was part of me was like, man, that's mean. Another part of me was like, that's super funny. 
Oh, man. And then watching Super Rugby, watching the Crusaders just plow the fucking Reds, dude. Fuck Richie Mwanga. That guy is unstoppable, man. He, he is, is unstoppable. It This hurts me to say it, but I watched him and I was like, wow. He's the best head in the world. He might be better than Sheedy. <laughs> he probably <laughs> is better than Sheedy. Man. No, he's so much better. And that sounds messed up, but man, he is. Oh, dude, he's on another level. Just oh, he's on a completely different. From anybody else, it's not just. I mean, uh, Sheedy's top ten. Like big I think. for sure. He could fucking roll all over big. Oh, she, for, yeah, he could, of course. You know, hand, hand here and there, but Mongo will probably eventually take it. Dude, it, yeah, it's <laughs> that guy is insane. He had a, he had a hat trick, didn't he? Yeah, at least. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he had a hat trick. Uh, he almost had four, but he offloaded it off. But yeah, no, he's he was just fucking phenomenal. Did you look it up yet? I can't find it. Wow. Wow. It's not exactly like it was big news. It was just in the commentary one time. Yeah. The commentators called him that? Well, the commentator said that someone else called him that. But yeah, oh, that's basically what... Say, wow. I can't remember exactly what it was, but that's... Um, get out of here. No, yeah, anyways, Utah took that. Well, no, no, no. Nola took that one 24 to 29. Um, I think we both had Utah, didn't we? Yes, yeah. You had Utah 34 27. I had Utah 26 18. Uh, shit happens, I guess. Hmm. Well, it's being difficult, and I can't uh, can't pull it up. So, whatever, though. Basically, they called uh, Mikey Teo fat. And, uh, I mean, he's a big boy. He's a big 15. He's, he's a big boy, but um, he's also – he's got some moves on him. Yeah. He's <laughs> definitely got the skill. You see my little uh, my little six-pack caddy I got here? What the heck is that? It's a sleeve, right? All right. Put your six-pack in there. Boop, 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 boop. Hold the whole <laughs> six-pack. I bought two because I'm an alcoholic. Um, and <laughs> you can wear them across your chest like gun belts. Yeah, they're bandoliers. Yeah, yeah. But Sweet. what you can do, what I've seen people do, is when they go golfing, they just fill this up and they'll just put it in their golf bag. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. If I was any good at golf, I would do that. Uh, I'm terrible at golf, and this is the only reason why I go is to drink. So uh, it works. Now I don't have to pay for drinks. Smart idea. Speaking of that, uh, these beers were brought over by my stepfather-in-law. Guess that's what he would be. Apparently, my beer wasn't good enough, so he brought over a six-pack. He drank two of them, left the rest here. So now I'm going to drink them. What kind are they? Uh, Voodoo Ranger, New Belgiums. Oh, those good? Oh, they're, well, you don't like IPAs, so you okay. hate them. But, oh, dude, they're so good. I don't know how people, one. IPAs. I think they're just like I could I could make an IPA by just taking the piss from my goat. No, got to carbonate it first. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> Let's go put it next to the muffler. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of an acquired taste. 
the town the town mm-hmm. I grew up in um there you know Sierra Nevada do, do I know the place yeah the beer oh no oh well it's go to H-E-B sometime man look them up <laughs> <laughs> they um basically so Sierra Nevada is a big brewery um for how small they are, I guess. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I grew up in the town like right next to them. So everybody went to Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada is huge out there. Everyone in high school had the Sierra Nevada sweatshirts and everything. Like it's just, which we're technically not supposed to wear, but no one really cared. So, you know, grew up drinking IPAs. Sorry, mom. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking today. I'm drinking the uh, 808. 805s. 805s. 808s. That's yeah, this is. I've always wanted to get them because the can look cool. Yeah, but... except they pretty much only exclusively make IPAs. Yeah, and that's where I'm just like, no, nah, I think you you probably would like this one. They're um, what's the flavoring on these ones? I'll say there's like mango or something with it, but they're seven percent. So, <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> After two of them, you're going to like them anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the next game we had was Old Glory versus Houston. We both had Old Glory, though. Houston probably could have won that game. They could have. Well, that's been almost all of Houston. Either Houston's getting blown out or they're almost winning. That, or, that or barely winning. Good, though. I mean, yeah, it was great. They lost 21 to 13. You had them, uh, you had Old Glory winning. 22 to 20. I had Old Glory winning 22 to 23. Uh, I mean, Houston was actually winning, but Jesus. Uh, they didn't shift the defense. That's what it was. And that's when they pulled ahead and they just yeah. they stopped. They stopped at that point. Yep. It was 13 13. They made the kick to pull up, what, 15 13? Am I right? Oh, no. They brought it, they brought it to 13. Yeah, 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 and then and then they got another try yeah. to bring that up to eighteen, and yeah, and then the motherfucker drop kicks at the very end, which was it was sweet. I'll give him that. that was a oh sweet. yeah, yeah. But, I just wish it wasn't against Houston, but oh Houston, man. I don't know. I like Old Glory, but you know, I was also thinking today. You know, um, if I were to move, right, I would love to move to Austin. Right. Uh, I mean, that's my team too. But even if I move someplace that, like, uh, there's a company that I was looking at, they're in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta's out there. I wouldn't mind being an Atlanta fan either. You know, I like Old Glory. I like the Free Jacks. I think the only team I really don't like is the Guiltinis. No, I could do Guiltinis. It's probably San Diego or Seattle. Really? I like San Diego, I think. But I, I hate just, Seattle just based on the NFL, too. They look exactly like the Seahawks. And the first football game I ever went to with my grandpa was Niners Seahawks. And the Seahawks won. So. <laughs> no, I just. I, I would like. Well, I like the players that, that San Diego is getting. But like we had talked about at the beginning of the podcast, they seemed like they were just like a fucking unstoppable force you know like they're the all blacks right you know they're just so, well ass. they had all blacks that was the yeah, thing we're right yeah you know what i mean like they were just like just, they were you know the team and i was like well i don't want to really root for them i mean seattle's definitely like the team i want to fucking go yeah seattle definitely couldn't i can't support them 
But, I mean, you go through this list, and I'm just like, yeah, Utah, I like Utah. NOLA, I like NOLA. Atlanta, Old Glory, Free Jacks, Rooney. Well, Rooney, I don't know. Rooney's kind of meh. Oh, yeah, sorry. By the way, anyone listening, um, don't expect unbiased predictions or commentary from this because we are definitely biased. <laughs> we tried not to be. We tried not to be, but it, it, it obviously like, bleeds through. Yeah, it was like, fuck it, man. We give up on that about week two. We're honest about it, though. Like, like hell, I like Houston. I would rather Houston beat, you know, old glory, but... But we knew I it wasn't like, going to happen, and I, we did pick against them. Yeah. I know. Being biased is being like, yeah, like I did last week, the Reds are going to beat the Crusaders. Like, that was completely fucking biased. Yeah, thank you for the easy point there. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Speaking of whatever, man, I give you points all the time when I pick Glasgow over Leinster and stuff. First ever draw. Not only did we draw on our differences, but we also drew on total right. Really? So we both got two differences right. We both got eleven out of sixteen right. Man, first ever. I was thinking that today. I was going through the ones that I couldn't remember what we disagreed on, but I was thinking about it. And I was like. Man, we might have had a draw this time. Or it was going to be like another one-point difference. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, I had Toulouse. Uh, you... No, I had Chiefs. You had Crusaders. And then you had Amp Hill over Richmond. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. you... Didn't you get... Who did, did you pick Nottingham over Blues? Or did you pick Blues? No, we both picked the Blues. Yeah, because I mean, the Blues are a better team, but they didn't play like it. Yeah, no, we both picked the Blues. That was the one I was worried about. I couldn't remember if you picked Nottingham or not. <laughs> I was like, no. "Crap!" If he got that one, no, I, I picked uh, I picked the Blues. Um, yeah, I was hoping. I, I know you told me Richmond probably was not going to win. I that was, was hoping- actually a really good game until about halftime. Yeah, yeah, till about halftime, and then <laughs> off the cliff they went. Yeah, it was. Pretty bad. Well, it wasn't bad. Thirty-one well, was not a bad yeah, score. Yeah, wasn't that but, bad. And honestly, but, it was it was really close until the final, like three or four minutes, I think, when they drove over a mall and got in. But yeah, yeah. I just wish they would have won. But now my uh, what is it like eight, nine, nine episode winning streak done. Yeah, I'm back on track now. Done. Oh, you ain't you ain't, you ain't get the win. I'm right. back on track. It's a good start. <laughs> I don't think you've ever been on track this whole ep- or season. Talking about, I got a win. One win. I got a win. Not getting <laughs> shut out, at least. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But yeah, I think so. In RFU, you beat beat me. You had four out of five. I had three out of five. But I pulled. The championship. That's the only reason I got tied up with you is because of that game. So, yep. We both got 11 out of 16 and both got two of the differences. So, split episode, man. Anyways, though, uh, back to... Back to the MLR. Back to Atlanta, Seattle. Uh, So, again, Atlanta took that one 25 to 6 against Seattle. Uh, Seattle was moving the ball really good, man, but they were just like, they just seemed flat when they did it. Yeah. 
So by that time that, that they would swing the ball out or try to move the ball out, the gap was already collapsed. Like they basically was, had they had two options. It was either get it wide and try to get it there too quickly, or give it to their number eight and just try to have them hammer it through every time. And yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if flat's the, the term that I'm going for, but pretty much like I noticed sometimes when they would swing it to the to the wing, like he would literally have to stop in his tracks. Yeah. Right. You know, it was just so I guess flat. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have two. Well, yeah, flat, but the the wings and stuff, they were playing too close. They yeah. need to be, you need to run onto the ball. It doesn't do you any good right. if you have to stop and catch it. I mean, it's like, right. Yeah. And so by the time they, they would get the ball out, you know, he would have to stop and the defense would already just collapse the gap. And it was, other than that, I mean, like they moved it really good. They just didn't move it really good at the same time. Yeah. At the same time. <laughs> yeah. Move it really good for like two phases. <laughs> but that's really all I, I had on that game. It was just like, they looked. They just looked overmatched. I thought they were going to do better because they were playing at home, and they always play better at home. But it clearly didn't help at <laughs> this time. You said that. You did say that. Yeah, it clearly didn't help this time. Then we had New England. Uh, we both had Atlanta winning that one also, by the way. Uh, you had Atlanta 28 to – or 29-28. I had Atlanta 26-20. New England versus Rooney. Uh, we both had Rooney win in that one. They won 29-19. Uh, the first half was badass, and the Free Jacks number eight is a he was a fucking monster. I just like their prop that has the the crazy facial hair and the mullet. Crazy that guy's awesome. Mullet. Yeah, he's got like some mutton chops, like some old school ones, like connecting mustache, and he's got a, a super badass mullet. Maybe I'll have to watch it on like high definition next time. Oh, I'll I'll bring him up. He's all over like the rugby network and the the yeah. MLR Instagram profiles. Yeah, he's he's all over. Fucking watching rugby, man. One of my favorite things, and it happened a lot in this game. I guess because it was like their rivalry. But like my favorite thing is when this big ass dude is off sides, right? And like they're in the middle of a ruck, and somebody will just go blast that fucking dude, just push him over, you know. And, like, they're just knocking this big-ass fucking dude back on side. Like, nobody gives a fuck. He just gets back in line and does his fucking thing because he's probably going to get to fucking push another guy sooner or later. Yeah. This guy's awesome. I'm going to give him a follow real quick. Just try to get him on the show. Name drop. Who is it? His name is uh, Kyle Sakara. Might be pronouncing that wrong, but... uh. That is pretty bad. Is that not awesome? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy is pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, the, uh, like I said, the Free Jacks number eight, he was a fucking, he was a monster. He got in it a couple times. I think he got two, maybe. No, I don't think he hat tricked. No, I don't think he did. But, I mean, there was a mall. They were going with the ball. He just snuck that one away. ran it all the way in. Uh, great off. No. No, no offloads on that one. That was really impressive. But, it, I mean, two tries. One of them was pretty fucking sneaky. Like some, some scrummy shit. <laughs> Man, urine shit. Really. 
but they lost. They still lost. Dude, my wife got me this, uh, this like desk for my birthday. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's supposed to be for like a, like a lap desk for your laptop. Uh huh. You know, cause remember how I was saying mine, it's like, how, over, it's how one of those little beat bags underneath it? No, no, this one's actually like, it comes with stands. You fold the stands out, has oh, a little okay. built into it. Um, and then where your laptop sits, you can change the angle of it. And then it also has a fan built in underneath so it can keep it cool and shit. That's pretty sweet. And it has a little built-in light, too. Man. She went all out. This thing is fucking so sweet. I'm actually using it right now. Hell yeah. Probably he might be able to see it. Dang. Yeah. Pretty dope. Not gonna lie, I feel like she loves me a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, so yeah, we both had Rooney winning that one, and the last game we had was. Do we already talk about them? I think that that was our last game. Oh shit, we did talk about them all. Wow, well, damn. Well, technically Atlanta and or not Atlanta, Austin and LA were supposed to be this week. Yeah, I think that was but technically just the that. first. They called it the first game, but yeah, we already covered it. So, so if we go into the standings, I'm sure LA is still on fucking top. Knowing LA, Austin lost it though. They were on top. I just texted yep. her. She can see if she'll bring me a beer. Fucking back down to fifth, like I told let's, you. Let's so see what got, happens. What are you doing? I said, I texted my wife to see if she'll bring me a beer. You let's gotta get if, you one of these things, dude. Let's see if she does it. So, LA still on top with uh, eight and one, 40 points. Then you have uh, Atlanta with 31, New York with 29, NOLA with 29, and then. Austin with 26, so they got knocked all the way to fifth within a week. And then you have Utah, Old Glory, Toronto, Free Jacks, San Diego, Houston, and Seattle still at the bottom with 12 points. Houston has 13, so they're not that far ahead. Ooh. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> unfortunately, that's kind of how Houston's going. Two Which, like seven. I said, man, they're not—they're not playing horrible. They're just—I don't think they were able to sign as many big star players as some other teams were. I'm surprised that Houston's point differential is only a negative 91 with like two games that they got blown out. With well, that—that's the thing. They got what was it? Two games in a row where they scored zero, and I think they gave up at least 30 points. Yeah. So game. minus minus those two games, they've lost. What so the two and seven you said? Yeah. So they've lost five games out of that by a total of thirty points. So that means that all of those games were basically within about a try. So that's that's really not that bad. Yeah. Look yes. at Austin. Last year they were terrible. The year before that they were even worse. <sighs> and this year, I mean, they're in fifth, but I mean they're playing much better than fifth. Hell, you got Toronto over here sitting at number eight, but they got a plus 55 point differential. That's because they had a couple games where they absolutely like 
demolished other teams. I think Austin is number five with a plus 42. Atlanta also number two with a plus 55. Same as Toronto. And then, of course, you got LA over here with a plus 169. Yikes. <laughs> Dang. Ouch. They've only lost one, and that was to Rooney. Yeah. And even that was what, by two points? Pretty close. Yeah, was it was a close game. game. Oh, thanks. It's the last one. Did she do it? it? Yeah. She did it. Thanks, babe. See, you now I'm feeling oh. loved. <sighs> See, I just have to bring a six pack because my wife's not going to fucking bring me none. Say that right now. Well, I really don't want to let an IPA get warm. Yeah, you then should. It, then it will taste like your goat's piss. Ugh. Yeah. So, the first game we have for MLR is Toronto and at the Free Jacks. No. Oh, that's a tough pick. Let's see. That's going to be at 3 p.m. on Saturday. I'm going to say the Free Jacks. I think they're my my non-Texas team that I like. They'll probably let me down, but I'm going to say Free Jacks 22 to 17. 22 to 17. It's a scary pick, man, because... The arrows, when they show up, I mean, they they come with some like absolute firepower, and they're capable of putting sixty points up on anybody except the Guiltinis. So it's awesome. We're starting this off with a disagreement. I figured, but I'm really I'm only picking New England because they're playing at home. So I got Toronto thirty-eight twenty-two. Thirty-eight to twenty-two. Yeah. Just a high-powered offense, huh? I think so. I feel like they're going to pull this one through. They they very well could, man. It's just that they are sitting, like you said, they're in eighth place. But, I don't know, man. When they're, when they're firing, they're kicking ass. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I hope we can pull it off. But this is a toss-up game for me, but I'm going to give it to the home team. The next game we have is the same time. Uh, it's 3 p.m. on Saturday. That's going to be Houston at San Diego. That's kind of the same thing. I mean, both of them are not doing super hot, but San Diego kind of seemed to have found their way recently. And they're playing at home. So I'll say San Diego... 26 to 24. Another disagreement. Dang. We are starting this one off hot. Uh, I uh, I have Houston 26-20. Third game we got is... 7 p.m. on Saturday. That's Los Angeles Guiltinis versus Rugby Atlanta. 
Kiltinis. Wait, where are they playing at? At Atlanta. Atlanta's home. Hmm. Atlanta does look pretty good. I don't know if they. I don't know if they look. I don't know, man, because. Well, they did. They did just beat us away, but they lost to Rooney away. Uh, they just stomped Utah, though. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'll give it to the Giltinis. It's, you, I don't know how to pick against them. Cool, that's three in a row. This game seems winnable for Atlanta, though. This, if Atlanta is going to beat them, it's going to be at home now on a short week for the Giltinis, who have played three games in two weeks, right? Three games in two weeks. Uh, Basically, two and a half weeks. Yeah. Yep, yep. So what's the score going to be? 39-31. I have Atlanta winning 32-30. to 30. Oh, dude, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> That's three in a row. MLR. It's tough, man, because like, I'm, I'm having to pick against <laughs> teams that I like. I don't want to make these picks. All right, this one we should agree upon. This is going to be Saturday at 8 p.m. Austin is playing at Utah. They're playing at Utah? Yeah. I'm going to say Utah. Woo! Uh, 21 to 20. 21 to 20. So I have Gilroni. You know what? You know, hang on. I want to change it. Okay. I want to switch the teams. Same score. Sure. Switch the teams. Okay. So now you want Austin? Yep. You're lucky. You're so lucky. Because once that highlighter sets in, man, I can't do it. I, can't I think. Change. I think they can do it. They're playing pretty good on the road. I, I, man, this, they gotta get that. They gotta get that offense going. But that defense is good enough to win against anybody. So Gilgronies versus Utah. So you got twenty-one to twenty to Austin. I have twenty-four to eighteen to Austin. Uh, up next. It is a Sunday game. It is our last MLR game. That is Rooney at Old Glory. Dude, every game this week has been like a tough pick. I'm also going to give this one to the home team. I'm going to give it to Old Glory 24... 21. I got an old glory 21 to 20. 
Started off strong. We got three disagreements so far. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like it. I like it. Do you like it a lot? I like it a lot. All right. Like so much. <laughs> let's uh, let's jump into Super Rugby next, and then we'll take a commercial break. Uh, so the first game we had for Super Rugby was Hurricanes versus the Rebels. Canes took that one 35 to 13. I had Canes winning 37 28. You had them winning. You know, I'm really disappointed that the score was not even close to as high as I thought it would be. Oh, are you? Yeah, I mean, a little bit surprised too. You're surprised, I'm surprised it wasn't at how, to Well, I'm surprised it wasn't even close. <laughs> I, I didn't obviously think it was going to be 86 to 50, but I figured it would be much higher than that. I'm just surprised you thought the Rebels were going to get at least 50 points in. Do you see how bad the Hurricanes defense was last week against the Waratahs? No, I did not. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. So, yeah, obviously I didn't really expect 86 to 50, but I figured it'd be higher than <laughs> what it was. 35-13? Yeah. The next game we had uh, was Forest versus the Highlanders. Highlanders took that one twenty-five to 15. You had Highlanders winning 22-19. Yeah. Uh, that went uh, about what I expected. The Force, which, you know, I don't get to say that a whole lot. Uh, Force look good, just not good enough, which has kind of been their story all year. I guess. I expected the Highlanders to blow them out the fucking water. Well, not blow them out. I had them at 43-30, but still. It's a big win. Yeah. Uh, the force, the force have a good defense, man. They really do have a good defense. Next game we had was Blues versus the Waratahs. Blues took that one forty-eight to twenty-one. But again, you expected just insane scores. You and what I said? I said sixty-two to five. Sixty-two to five. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I kept watching the highlights. I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it, and then they kept scoring. I was like, damn it, well, it's not going to be to five. They can still get 62, though. Wasn't meant to be. No, I had 33-18, so I was a little bit closer than you were, but not really. And then this other game was absolutely beautiful. My team beat your team. Chiefs versus the Brumbies. You thought the Brumbies were going to take that one, 19-18. Even wore my jersey and everything. I had the Chiefs winning 21-19, and uh, I got the losing score right. Uh, yeah, it really it was like 40-19. 40 40. Yeah. yeah. It was not a great game. They didn't do much until even the last, like, 20 minutes. Dude, I want I want games like that here, and then I want to go to games like that. Just full-capacity crowds. Just Oh, dude, that would be – well, the AG's game was pretty full. When we went? Yeah. No, I want crowds like that. Well, you have to have a stadium like that first. <laughs> the stadium they had was pretty full. Dude, that shit was... That's gotta be so badass. But, I mean, starting off, that game did look like it was gonna be kind of back and forth. 
I mean, yeah, for what twelve minutes, like ten minutes. Yeah, and then after that, it was all Chiefs until like the sixtieth minute. And it cracked me up. One of the Brumbies got any scored, and everyone like came over like, "Yeah!" It was like, "What are you cheering for? You guys are still getting thrashed. (laughs) You guys are getting killed out there. Like, what are you cheering for? Like, get back on the line. Like, kick it through real quick and get back." I was surprised that they didn't like. I thought it was gonna be a red card for that guy that uh that hit or pretty much seatbelted McKenzie. Well, as a seatbelt man, he hit him low, like he hit him in the arms and he slid up, so he didn't start high. And it was it was a lock hitting a midget. So I mean, sorry, um, can't say that anymore. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm just saying you can't. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, no, it was he didn't hit him to start high, so he hit him at the proper level. And then he slid up in the tackle. So typically, you don't get in trouble for that. You're only saying that because he's your boy. Damon McKenzie is my boy. And if he stays at number 10, like he did this last game, I'd hate to say it, but that's going to be two people that I'm going to be like, damn, they might be better better than Callum Sheedy. He's a different style 10. He, no, he's a fucking phenomenal 10. Uh, he's no, he's great, but I'd like to see him back at 15. I like him better over there. Yeah, he was really good at 15. Mostly because the All Blacks don't need to have 14 different superstar 10s. Yeah. But no, it was... I mean, it was a yellow card. But whatever. I was yeah, just kind of surprised at first. That's I thought they weren't. If he if he would have hit him high to start with, it would have been a red for sure. But because he hit him a proper level and then it slid up, so whatever. Anyway, this last game, we'll just get this one over, rip it off. Like a bandit. Res versus the Crusaders. Told you. Oh, I I had Reds winning twenty eight twenty six. You had Crusaders winning twenty nine to twenty, and it was sixty three to twenty eight to the fucking yeah. Crusaders. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, that was a bad. Was that weird. dummy, that dummy though, the Reds number eight through. Yeah, that was slick. That was so one handed dummy back inside, pulled it in, took it like thirty more meters to the house. I mean, that was great. Outside Not of that, that, he had a good kick block too, where he got the he ball did, back, which I thought was a knockoff at first. Yeah, I thought it was too. But uh, looking at it again, though, it wasn't. So, but then he had the even if off. it was, they probably would have given it to him because they were like, "You guys are getting <laughs> killed." But yeah, I mean, he was definitely their their player of the game. But yeah, they were not competitive. So that that makes it ten and zero in the past two weeks for the New Zealand teams. Yeah, you imagine which one? Where it was like Owen Farrell. Um, mm. Yeah, you saw that one. Owen Farrell, Owen Franks. Um, yeah, probably the other guy was, and it was Owen Ten and all yeah. the AU all teams. The AU teams, yeah, fucking assholes. <laughs> 
That's all right. I mean, some of the games are going to be closer, and they're they're going to get better. So it'll be all right. Let's hope so, because I'm not going to take any more of that 63 to 28 bullshit. <laughs> Dude, my notes, I was sitting there watching that game, and it was like, okay, Crusaders got three tries before 15 minutes. Fucking Richard yeah. Mwanga. And it wasn't uh, even close, and it was... 28-17 at halftime. Again, fuck Richie Mwanga. Like, just... <laughs> oh, that dude is so good. It, it, he's incredible to watch. He's just... He's a yeah. magician out there, man. Yeah, his re- his defensive reads are really good. Just, his yeah, ball fuck. carrying, his offloads. I mean, most 10s are not that fast. Normally, they just kind of, you know, bloop the ball over to somebody or they, you know, pass it off real quick. But he's out there making line breaks, <laughs> carrying for 180 meters a game. Or just interrupting your while, defense. Yeah, while offense. kicking. And... Yeah. No, he's he's good. I'll, I'll give it to him. I'll, yeah, he's, he's, he's okay. all right, he's, you know. He's not going to be the all-black 10 of the future. He's got, you know, he's got some stuff he's got to work on, you know, and. Hopefully one day he can get there. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyways, anyway. Anywho. Going into the fucking standings. Blues are at number one with a solid 10. Uh, so Hurricanes are also number two with a solid 10. Then you have Crusaders, Highlanders, Chiefs, Sitting at third, fourth, fifth with nine points. Uh, and then you have Western Brumby. Western is beating Brumbies. Um, Western's number six with one. Brumbies are number seven with one. With the higher point differential, though, or lower, I guess you could say. Oh, man, I hate seeing this. Warta's yeah. number eight. Reds are number <laughs> fucking nine. And Rebels are you guys are losing to the you guys are the AU champs and you're losing to the force and the Waratahs. Oh yeah. Uh, I get it. But, yeah, I but get it. You're gonna get, get to you're gonna get to play the Hurricanes. So you have a chance there. I'll see. We'll see. You have it. I'm not saying you're gonna win. I'm saying you have a chance there. Ooh, yeah. Less of that gap. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you'll wind up with a losing bonus point or something. Gosh. Maybe a try bonus, so you might get two points out of it. Fucking Jesus, man. The AU champs, isn't it? Number nine. It's rough. That's real rough. And the only thing that's uh, stopping us from being uh, number 10 is the Rebels being. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, we're negative 56, and Rebels are negative 69. Oh. <laughs> uh, which brings us into our upcoming games. Uh, Friday at 2.05 in the morning Central Time, you have Hurricanes versus The Force. I want to say Force. Wait, they're playing at the Force? Yes. Well, I still... 
21 to 19 Hurricanes. 21 to 19. I I really want to pick the force. I just I don't know, man. Their offense I don't think is good enough. I got Canes winning 36-26. Yeah. I will say this. I won't be I will not be shocked if the force win that game. You you must really love the force. No, I just I think right now they look like one of the better AU teams. I feel like you really love the Force right now. I like the Force, but I mean, I don't like love. Just because the force. they're above all the other AU teams doesn't mean shit. It does. They're playing teams that are smoking other teams, and they're only getting beat by. Well, only. I mean, they're still getting beat. <laughs> what do you mean? This is round two. Right, but look but at how they beat- finished. They almost beat the Chiefs. To be fair, they should have beat the Chiefs. Don't go getting if crazy. that dude. If that dude would have made that kick, which he barely missed, they would have beat the Chiefs. They should have beat the Chiefs. They had an okay game against the Highlanders, so I think they have a shot at beating the Hurricanes. I don't think they're going to do it. I'm just saying I think they have a shot at it. I mean, to be fair, all right. Reds lost to the Highlanders, forty to nineteen. Yeah, and they lost twenty-five to fifteen. Yeah, and it was twenty-five to fifteen. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm saying they have a shot at doing it. Like I'm not gonna be surprised if they come out and they're like, Oh yeah, the force won by three points. I'd be like, Oh, all right, like I'm not surprised. Good for them. Again, don't think it's gonna happen, but that to me seems like the most likely AU win if it's gonna happen. I don't know, I think the Reds got this next game. Who are they playing? I'm just kidding. I I'm having so I haven't I haven't picked this team yet because I'm having so much trouble. Anyways, at um 12:05 in the morning on Saturday. <laughs> well, that's one you can stay up for. That's not that bad. Yeah, no, it's not, and I probably will stay up for that one. My parents are going to be in town. I'll probably be pissed drunk. And, so your dad uh, live like 10 minutes away from you? No, he lives in Alpine. It's like two and a half hours from me. Pops is an Alpine? Yeah. Oh, he's been there for years, dude. He was always around. Yeah, because he's my daddy. So who's treating that peon? He called himself the soccer mom of the rugby team. He was always there. That's fair. That's fair. He was, yeah. But no, yeah, he's been an Alpine for a long time, dude. I did not know that. Yeah, I mean years, yeah. I think whenever you went to go watch UFC... I was like, whose house was I at then? That, that was his house. But he, that was probably like a week and he was just there for it because he was on leave, like on loan to Alpine uh, for a while. And then he ended up just eventually moving down there. So he was probably just back for a weekend on that UFC night. Uh, yeah. does, your dad listen, does your dad listen to these? Yeah. Hey, uh, Pops, I'm sorry about peeing on that tree. I had to go, man. <laughs> I had to do it. I couldn't help myself. Sorry. That's funny. I can tell you it won't happen again. Yeah, <laughs> because the odds of you going in Because I will not be there in Midland again to pee on that tree. Well, he doesn't live in Midland anymore. Well, that's what I'm saying. So. But, to be fair, if you ever were to piss on a tree at his house again, I don't think he'll give a shit because he lives in the middle of nowhere now. Oh, well, I mean, I 
do it in my house. I've got like 22 acres over there in Alpine, dude. I just walk out my front door. Right? It, dude, it's so pretty out there. Like, their land is just fucking super pretty. I bet. I believe it. So, uh, but yeah, he's uh, he'll probably be down. So maybe we'll probably stay up, put the projector on outside, play some darts, drink some brews, watch Crusaders. Absolutely fucking smoke the uh, Warthogs. Probably about oh my god, one hundred and five to fourteen. Fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna go with like eighty three to seventeen. Yeah, I'm really gonna go with um, yeah, seventy five to ten. Oh, oh, I, and the thing is, I don't even feel bad about saying that. I do, but just but like it's true, right? So I'm saying, like, I I don't feel like I'm being a jerk by being like, oh, they're gonna get beat by 65 points. Like, it, they really might get beat by 65 points. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like a jerk at all. I just feel bad for saying it. Like, oh man, like, you know, oh, it sucks, but like, it's it's true. It's you know? yeah, it's not like last week when I was kind of kidding around about the hurricanes and the rebels this is like realistically you were i mean i guess the score might not be that high because um the crusaders might be like yeah we can start our you know fourth fourth select guys you know we don't need to start and even our you know younger guys they, they don't even need to play them so yeah it's gonna be gonna be kind of crazy yeah like i, I would almost be surprised if the Crusaders roll out their starters for this game. There's no point in having them get hurt against realistically the worst AU team. I don't know. The Rebels are the worst technically right now. Well, in terms of <laughs> in terms of talent and everything, I would say that it is yeah, the Waratahs realistically. So they they might play their backups and their young guys, their teenagers to get them the game time. If they don't watch all these games, it's going to be crazy. There's going to be some good ones to watch. Yeah. Right after war, Taws and Crusaders, we got blues versus the Brumbies at two fifteen. I got Brumbies in that one. Oh, do you? The Brumbies are playing at home. Yeah. I got the Brumbies 25 to 23. 25 to 23. I might be giving you a free point there, but I... You definitely are. I I got I Playing at home, I think they're about level with the force there. They have a shot to do it. So I'm going to say a little prayer and give it to them. Well, uh, I'm going to say it's going to be the Blues, 43 to 26. It, yeah, that, that also would not surprise me. <laughs> I don't want that to happen, but I mean, obviously, but um, I will not be shocked if I go to watch the game and that's what happens. So here's the rough one at 445 in the morning on Saturday is Reds versus Chiefs. Oh, that's both of your teams. I know. How do you how do you pick that? By picking the New Zealand team? Here's how we do it. If it goes this way, it's going to be Reds. If it goes that way, it's going to be the Chiefs. Okay, well, I got Chiefs. Ah, you got to pick Reds. Reds. I got the Reds. <laughs> Free point. We're going to uh, cancel each other out here. 
Yeah, as man. I said it as I was dropping the damn pin. Um, I did not. I waited. No, nah, I think I think the Chiefs got it. Um, twenty nine to seventeen. Just because the Reds haven't looked that dangerous so far, and the Chiefs, I mean, were almost Super Rugby uh, champions. What what was the score you said? Twenty nine to seventeen. I think. Seventeen. I have uh, Reds twenty six twenty four. Man, I was super nervous when I got the uh, the package from Rex Club. Yeah. So I showed up at my house. They were not supposed to be here until they Thursday. Huh? The package looked a little rough. Yeah, so I'm saying they weren't supposed to be here till Thursday. I showed up yesterday, Monday, and there's this huge, big, long box sitting on my counter. And I was like, oh, that's weird. The top's open. I was thinking, like, maybe, like, my wife opened it. And I was like, no, like, she knows that Rex Club was sending hats. I don't know why she would open it. And then she came out. She told me. She was like, oh, yeah, and I got it. It was open. And she was like, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to stress you out while you were at work. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But she was like, I thought you'd want to, you know, take pictures in case something is in there, like, you know, messed up or missing or whatever. I opened it up, and I think it was just the tape wasn't put on 100% correct. But, uh, yeah, everything inside looks great. These hats look amazing. Super comfortable. And, of course, like always, Rex Club did a fantastic job. So, they'll be on the website soon. Yeah, along with our our OG hat, the OG, those the OG dark charcoals and leather patches. I mean, I still love the fucking that leather patch. They both look great. They, I mean, I think our just logo in general is a fucking badass logo. That's right. So show your support. Get one. So you know, again, you know. Also, um, let's say you're like a like me. You're like a five. You should put this hat on. You go up to like a six. Oh yeah, Our that they're that good. They'll give you at least one full point. I don't know. I would say the uh, the OGs are probably about one and a half, two. I don't know, man. He's got color in them. He's got yeah, color. These are leather engraved patches. I don't know if you can see me because I can't see you right now. It's weird. Were, were those made by um, Hamish Watson's company? <laughs> is that what we're gonna go off? Uh, well, I don't know, man. Just saying, <laughs> if we're going off stuff like that, I mean, no, they're they're made in America. Uh, well, I will give you that. <laughs> I will give you that. However, this is where the professionals of the professionals get their hats done. The Exeter Chiefs have their hats done. By Rex Club. Our friends, the Cornish Pirates, have their hats done by Rex Club. Yeah. Figure we had to do at least some through them. Oh, for sure. Especially since like your favorite player is Hamish Watson. Only the best player in the world. Player? Yeah. I mean, I name my dog after him. Well, him and Johnny Gray. So, Hamish Gray. Johnny Gray. The Exeter Chiefs lock. Hmm. I remember Johnny Hill. 
Yeah, he plays next to Johnny uh, Johnny Hill. And I remember Johnny May. Definitely not Johnny May. <laughs> yeah, he's a Scotland lock and uh, Exeter Chiefs lock. Basically, he is, in my opinion, he would be the next one called up to the Lions if somebody got hurt in the second row. Basically, he's unlucky that there are just so many other good second rows um, in the Northern Hemisphere. He is like the next best option. I would go with Dan Thomas. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You're so full of shit. I'm going to send you a highlight reel of this dude. I'm biased. I am biased. Oh, hell. No, Johnny Gray's work rate is um, ridiculous. His, his ruck arrivals, his tackles, his tackle success ratio, it's all better than, like, Alan Wynn-Jones. I mean, it's it. he's one of the top three second rows, I think, statistically, in terms of, like, carries, tackles, ruck arrivals, all that stuff. He's, like, top three, but he doesn't generally get the the recognition that some of the other ones do. I will say his carrying is not as dominant. He's great at, you know, like short, short guards, keeping possession, stuff like that, but he's not typically breaking off runs and having super good offloads, but he is very good defensively. He's great defensive uh, rucking. He's always disrupting the uh, defensive lines. He's, he's great. So, but he was one of my favorites because when I first started playing rugby, I remember going to practice and Wyo telling me, he goes, Hey, just, you know, just watch a game. He was like, just look at what number four and number five are doing around the pitch. He's like, just, just follow them with your, he's like, don't watch the ball. Just follow what four and five do all around. So for 80 minutes, I sat there and I watched uh, Johnny Gray playing for Glasgow Warriors just run around and absolutely jack people up. <laughs> and for the first couple games, that's what I was trying to do was just watch and see, you know, kind of what he was doing. So he was, he was the one I was watching after that. So yeah. Johnny Gray is my boy. How, how you feel about Sheedy is how I feel about Johnny Gray. Gonna, wow. gonna set my shrine, gonna set my shrine up soon. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. well, you ain't got the shrine set up yet. Not yet. You're lacking, bro. You're slacking. Probably. I don't like it. Okay. The back. I shouldn't have said that I put him on the same level as you and Sheedy. That's not fair to you. Why? You're a psycho. I'm a psycho. <laughs> Just think he's the best number 10 in the world ever. And you have a shrine. <laughs> <laughs> Only because he's the best in the world. And that shrine is what helps him behind, behind Richie Monga. Ah, uh, well, somebody probably has a better shrine somewhere. Oh, Over I'm sure they do on New Zealand. I'm sure they do. So, my humble shrine, you know, brings them up to number two. I mean, like five, right? Number two. Solid number two. Hi, Dan Bigger. No, absolutely not. Fuck no. You don't, you don't think I'll, so? I'll end this episode right now. I don't know, man. I don't have to call Rodri up and have him explain to you again why uh, why Biggs is better. Sheedy's my boy. 
All right, fair enough. I'll I'll give you that. He's what like so you watching like Johnny May, his name? Johnny Gray. Johnny Gray. Fuck. They're so similar. No, they are not. Well, the name, the name. I I sent you that video of Johnny May trying to scrum, right? Yes. Well, you tagged me. He kept he kept putting his head on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) He kept hitting his head like, "Get out! Get out!" Oh, man. Leave him alone, dude. I mean, I... I didn't have to do re it like that either. No. <laughs> oh, man. I think Johnny Mays is worse. He didn't do a bad job. That's why I was like, leave him alone, dude. Like, yeah, he did He did okay. Johnny May was like... He was trying to like put his head up between the props crotch. <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> like you never watched them do it like yeah, in 15, never seen a 15 20 years you never watched them do it before <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah that one was pretty bad like i said zame i didn't think it was that bad they were just fucking i just like the what was the the comment they said for that video it was like how many much experience do you have in a ruck and then they had like lose re-exam it was like yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's the typical, you know, lying about wings is just contact involved. They're getting away from it. You know, they're not, they don't want to ruck. They're definitely not going to be in the scrum. So usually not malls unless they absolutely have to. I've been in a couple malls whenever the ball ever went to the left side, like ever. To be fair, you play with guys like me who in four years of playing only threw one actual pass. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When the ball ever gets to the left side, I just do whatever I can to get in the game at that point. It's like, oh, oh, I can't. Oh my god, the ball. the ball. Yeah. Let me just run into this ruck real quick. <laughs> you know what the best part is? I have actual photo evidence of me getting rid of that ball too. I was telling everyone the game I was like, man, I was like, it was like my third season too, and I was like, man, I threw my first actual pass in a game. Everyone's like, what? In oh, sevens, wow. I threw a shit ton of passes, but it's sevens. I don't really get the ball a whole lot in sevens. I was mostly playing defense. I got the ball a lot, especially our first game, and I was getting fucking ragdolled too. But it was cool because like. Like, I would get the ball, and then I would draw on, like, two defenders, and I would get completely ragdolled, but my offloads are like... But I we will still say, so I'm, I was like, I'm pretty good at offloads, because my first one I ever did, I made a line break. Like, Wyo was in my pod, and he, he called for the ball, and Tim hit me, and I, like, got skinny and got between two people and made a break, and uh, their 15 caught me by the knee, and as I, he was kind of like spinning me down, uh, Crater came in. I thought Crater was coming in for an offload. He was coming in for support to Ruck. Uh-huh. And I like pitched the ball to him as I was spinning and missed terribly. Missed by so much. And after that, I was like, all right, like, I will never do that shit again. And ever since then, it was like just very, very careful with my offloads. But that is... However lacking the rest of my game might have been, that was one thing I was pretty good at. Yeah, I like offloads. I think they're fucking pretty, if if done right. 
You know who else is really good at offloads? It's Jesse. Oh, yeah. Jesse was... Stupid shit. No, Jesse was... Well, <laughs> Jesse used to... When he played in college, he used to be a winger. He used to be all skinny and stuff. And he, uh, Jesse's great. He's got great hands. Wasted or not, he's got great hands. Well, let's get this last game done, which is the Highlanders versus the Rebels. Okay, so the Highlanders by like 40. Say, well, maybe not 40. I'll say 45 to 19. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with a uh, 38 to, I'm going to say like 16. And we will take a quick sponsor break. Cool. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Sentinel Firearms Training. Sentinel Firearm Training has a variety of custom courses to fit the need of any individual from beginner to advanced. Have you thought about getting your LTC? They are certified by the Department of Public Safety to put you through that course. Maybe you already have your LTC and want to sit on the classroom portion only to brush up on newer laws. They even let you do that. They are certified by the NRA as handgun instructors and even have a youth safety and awareness course. One of my favorite parts is in some of the courses they even bring a private firm to give you optional access to an attorney 24-7 for any questions or support. Every course you do comes with range time. This isn't a hit-it-and-quit-it type company either. They offer continued support even once you pass their course. I call them all the time to ask them about certain things I heard or new laws, and they are always super responsive and knowledgeable. For supporting our podcast, all listeners get 20% off all courses when you mention Scrummed Up in all of your inquiries. We will leave a link in the episode description. Make sure you give them a call, and now back to the show. Hey, is anybody in the bed? Huh? No, I hope not. Oh. Don't, don't, no, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. The garage being haunted is one thing. My room is not haunted. Okay, leave that <laughs> shit alone. Huh? I hope not. Unless <laughs> my kid got in there somehow. <laughs> nah. God. Funny. All right, so we've <clears throat> we've gone over the uh, champion and challenge cup. We've gone over super MLR. I guess the last thing we have is RFU. Well, we have the uh, upcoming prem games. Yeah, we got those too. Uh, so we had first game was Hartbury versus the Reds. Reds took Ooh. that one fifty to nineteen. We both had the Reds to win. You had twenty nine to twenty. I had thirty two to twenty six. Yeah, the Reds got a much bigger win. I was it was crazy. I was watching the highlights of that game, and it was for whatever reason it was only the Reds tries, not Hartbury's tries too. Huh. It's kind of weird, but they were showing them. And this team in blue scored twice. And I was like, weird. Maybe they like mislabeled it because the other team was in red. So oh, really? Like, yeah. So I was like, maybe, I was like, maybe they are showing Hartbury's tries too. And I was like, oh, wow. It's like Hartbury got to a quick start, two tries in a row. And then I was looking at it closer on the back of the, the red team. It said Hartbury on the back of the jersey. I was like, wait a minute. It's like the Jersey Reds are wearing baby blue. I was like, and Hartbury's wearing red. 
It's like, how the hell does that work out? Like, why you couldn't have like a black uniform, like some red accents on it or something like that. You had to go with baby blue when you're the Reds. Well, I'm like, what's the other team? Like the uh, Worcester Warriors? Uh-huh. Or away kits like fucking baby blue, yep. ain't it? it? It was almost like that, yeah. It was yeah. a little bit lighter there than the Worcester Warriors blue. <laughs> I was like, who are you waving at? I was like, you better not wave at some ghost again. <laughs> he starts sweating. Like, I was like, oh my I God. <laughs> Every time my kids are like, my uh, my oldest, he always comes in and he's like, Dad, there's a scary monster in there. And I'm like, where's the scary monster? And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I don't need to know. I'm going to start driving that home. Like, Really I told you that your brain. I told you about what happened when I was in Midland, right? No. So we lived in this apartment in in Midland back when he was our only child, and he was having trouble sleeping at night. Some I went into his room, and he was little man. He would have been like about a year and a half, maybe. This point is he was pretty little, you know, words aren't coming very often yeah. and like he's not very babies aren't coherent, you know what I mean, for the most part. Like so I go into his room and our time sleeping, and I'm kinda holding him in my hands and you know, talking to him and um his eyes just track away from me. And he starts looking up, he looks over my shoulder, he looks at the ceiling. And I can see his eyes focus on something. Oh, and he goes, he goes, and he points, and he goes, "No." And then he slowly turns his head back and looks at me again. I was just like, "Oh!" And for a second, I was almost like, "What did you see?" And I was like, "You know what? Nope, nope. I don't, don't want to know. I don't, don't need to know." But he saw something in that room. He told it no, and he turned back to me. Full focus on me, turned away, told it no, came back to me. Scared the life out of me, dude. My uh, my wife, she is terrified of me in my sleep. Yeah, because Why? I guess whenever I sleep, I guess I like have alter egos, or I don't, I don't know what the fuck. I don't remember this shit, right? But even like, it's funny because like last night, she or this morning, she was telling me about last night. She said that I was asleep, right? And I like sat up in bed, looked at the door, and then like smiled at it, like, oh my god! <laughs> like looked at her and smiled at her, and then I went back to bed. And she was like, "Dude, you freaked me out. I didn't go to sleep the rest of the fucking night." <laughs> she probably thought you were gonna stab her. <laughs> I've done some crazy shit in my sleep. Uh, when we first moved in together, did I tell you the story? When we first moved in, I uh-uh. slapped her. What? Oh, dude. <laughs> All right, full disclosure <laughs> to all the listeners right now. Uh, you better. I was asleep. Uh, but no, so I have to change my alarm clocks every now and again because I get used to the sound. I won't wake up. Yeah. But whenever I first change them, they scare the living shit out of me. Oh, right? yeah, for sure. Like, there's just a new noise, and it's like, well, now, good thing about the phones, you can change the volume to, like, slowly increase so, like, it doesn't yeah. freak me out as much now. But back then... It, you could. No, they go like, full bore. Like, yeah, it's just like either you put it really quiet, you don't hear, it, or it's just like blah, right? Like right yeah. in your fucking face. So it was like second night we're, we're living together. And like I'm sleeping like this on the left side of the bed, and she's 
sleeping behind me. I have my back to her, right? And the alarm clock goes off, and it scares the living shit out of me. And I don't know what exactly registered, right? I knew somebody was behind me. I didn't know it was her, but I went to full fight mode instead of flight, right? Again, didn't know it was her. I just knew somebody was behind me. There's a loud noise going off. Like, what the fuck's going on? So, like, I prop up on the elbow, right? I push myself, like, propel myself, and just whirlwind, like, right to her, and just smack her <laughs> side of the face. Like, hard, dude. Hard. And now Once you're I happily married with two kids. Yeah. I pop her. It gets funnier. I smack her, turn the alarm clock off, roll over, go right back to bed. No. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, like, ever, like, she's good now. She's good now. But, like, did, wait, wait, after, did you let her get you back? No, oh, hell no. Oh, dude, you shouldn't let her get you back. I felt bad. Like, so, that, you, I, was oh, driving I hope so. Her to college. I was tri- driving her to college that, that morning, too. So, I actually woke up again and, like, got ready. And, like, I'm thinking about it in my head, like, did I wake? I feel like I woke up and smacked somebody. So, like, maybe it was a dream. And I'm sitting there driving her and she's face is all quiet. red. Her, she's all quiet and she's going to, to college for law enforcement forensics at this time. So, yeah. And so <laughs> I'm driving her to college and she's in the passenger seat. So she was sleeping like that. So I couldn't see the other side of her face. And I'm sitting there driving like, fuck it, just ask her. She's been really quiet and weird. Like, did I wake up? And it's like, she cuts me off. She's like, yeah, you slapped me. It like shows me. And it's like just handprint, dude. I'm like, you're oh, like, oh my God, you God. can't go to class today. You have to call out. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Like, like I'm going to go to jail. Yeah, I'm going to go to jail. Her fucking family's going to kill me and shit like that. And, like, ever since then, like, she's good now. Again, she's good now. But, like, when we were still in the apartment, whenever the alarm clock would go off, either she'd roll over real quick. I would see her, like, I could feel her, like, you know, flinch, right? Or she would make it a point to try to get out of bed before the alarm clock's off. Like, she would already be awake and doing shit. So that should tell you how committed she is. She's willing to, to deal get, with that yeah. bullshit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you know, outside of that, he's great. Yeah, yeah. Outside of beating the shit out of me in his sleep and, you know, becoming like a full on possessed guy. Yeah, he's he's amazing. <laughs> Do you uh have you heard of the band Ghost? No. So they're like a they're a rock band from like Sweden or something like that, I think. But they're they have like a whole lot of um like satanic themes i guess and my buddy went to go see them when he was living in midland and i guess he he got on from the concert and he went to bed it was either like it wasn't that night it might have been that night but it might have been the next night i can't remember but he goes to bed and he gets up the next day and he's like man he's like i feel really tired like i didn't get any sleep he's like i don't know what the fuck happened he was like and then my watch he had like a an android watch and it told him it was like your activity level was great last night. Like it told him like all the, he closed all these activity things. He looked up and he was like, it showed that he didn't sleep from like one in the morning until like five in the morning. It said that he was up walking around for like six hours at that night. He was like, wow. I went to. He's like, I went to bed, but apparently, so he goes to this little satanic concert. Ever all of a sudden he's all possessed, up walking around. His watch is like, you did great last night. <laughs> Yeah, I've always said it never happened before or after. I always have like, I guess I sleep talk a lot, and I don't remember shit. 
Like, what's funny is I started this experiment that whenever I wake up conscious enough, I mark a right, tally right, each time down. I wake up, right? So I know I'm, I'm conscious enough and I wake up a lot during the night to mark that tally, but apparently there's a lot of times where I wake up and I don't remember jack shit. Like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> she, she's, there's some times where, like, I'll wake up and start talking and she'll, like, move the kids away. She's like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? Like, she gets freaked out, man. Like, she gets... She gets terrified. I remember one time I was at my the same apartment before she moved in. I had a roommate and uh, I was sleeping on the couch. I was passed out. I don't remember nothing, dude. And uh, my roommate told me the story. He was like, dude, he's like, you scared the fuck out of me. I was like, okay, what happened? He was like, so you were passed out on the couch, right? I'm sitting here. The couch is over there. And that's where you're at. You're sleeping with your back towards me. And uh, I get fucking hungry, so I get he makes himself a bowl of ramen noodles. He comes and he sits down, he starts eating, and I go, <clears throat> fuck you, bitch. And he's like, <laughs> excuse me? Like, he thought, like, I was saying that because I didn't make yeah. him. He didn't make me some ramen, too. And he was like, excuse me? He's like, dude, are you awake right now? And he said I rolled over, right, and looked at him, and I was like, that bitch won't even tell me her name. And I rolled, like, back over and went to sleep. And he was like, bro, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I've always had sleep talking things, man. So oh, weird. that's awesome. Weird. That's awesome. Man, that's great. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, uh, um, where were we? Uh, I think Ealing and Doncaster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Doncaster was actually winning that game for a while. Fuck, how did we get so off track? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Well, I'll figure out whenever I listen to it, so... Yeah, that's true. Well, we've been drinking, so... So, yeah, Ealing took that one, uh, 38-15. Uh, you had Ealing winning 40-29. I had them winning 42-18. Yeah, pretty close there. Doncaster and again, Doncaster were winning that game for about fifteen minutes. And then Ealing was like, "Nah, we're done with this. We're top of the table for a reason." So, and again, they could still gain promotion. So, I mean, they're gonna have to play Saracens for it. But even yeah. if they lose, even if they lose, they could. St- Still potentially make it depending on what the RFU wants to do with them. That'd be pretty cool. I think they I honestly I think they'll go for it anyways. Well maybe I, not. I think if they because if they're gonna do a permanent ring fence, I think Ealing deserve a shot. Well I think they should probably I, I think they should I don't it's just I guess the O C D thing, but that would make the whole table uneven. That'd be thirteen teams. So bring another team in there now you got fourteen, right? Right, but who do you bring up? Ealing, Ealing and no, Saracens. Ealing would be the other team. So it'd be Ealing and Saracens coming up. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what they're especially if you're going to ring fence it, you know. Yeah, and they're they're not talking about like a two year temporary. They're and talking not, like yeah, and you're not reg or uh, was it regulating? Yeah, you're not reg. Fuck, relegating. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. It would be they're going to bring somebody up or two people no up. Going. No one's going down and they're going to leave it like that forever. Which that's 
that's what the rumor is. Is they're <laughs> going to leave it like that forever. What? Which I think would be stupid. That's why people are so upset. It's like they're going to ring and they're going to leave it. That, that's what some people are saying. I would... Wow. If they're saying like it's indefinite just until they decide that it needs to change, then I get it. But they're talking about like it's going to be like that forever. And that's why the championship is like, well, fine then. We'll go join up with the Welsh Premiership. You know, we'll go do, you know, this, this, or this. Because they need to make money too. Yeah. So that's, you know. Well, it's like what Rodri said too. It's like. They get know. all their talent from from the championship. Yeah. I mean, like, like he said, like you look at Bristol, you know, I mean, they were, they were in there for a while. And then most they, of their, know, most of their time they were yeah, in the and, championship. And now you look at them and last year, they didn't do half bad the year before they're kind of shitty, but looking at this year, they're, they're up to number one. They've been number one for a while, you know? And right. But they've only been in the <laughs> prem for like four seasons. Something like that. Five seasons, maybe. Uh, oh, no, they dude. They were like in 2015, 2016. They were in the championship. Yeah. So I mean, they've really only been recently promoted. Well, yeah, that's now, what I'm saying. Now they're at the very that. top. So yeah, it, if it's a permanent thing, and then I, I didn't realize it was permanent. Then yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's super stupid. You know, and then I mean, also look at. They're doing really shitty, so it's not the greatest example. But how Newcastle came in and they were storming the fucking tables, you know? They just they just beat Saints last week. Yeah. No, so, I mean, or two weeks ago, whatever. Yeah. Last game they played, they beat Saints. Yeah. So and the Saints are a good team this year. So I mean, that's they're definitely capable of winning. They're better than Worcester. I mean, everybody's yikes. better than Worcester, but, you know, that's not the point. Yeah. The point well, is, championship sides can play, and they deserve a shot at playing. Yeah. So I sure. hope that Ealing gets promoted, no matter yeah. what happens with Saracens. Well, <laughs> Saracens get fucking in trouble for going over their fucking salary cap again, even in the fucking RFU. So. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. They that'd be insane. <laughs> that's the only way they don't get promoted. Is I mean they because they just beat the hell out of Coventry. Oh shit! Yeah, going to that game that was seventy three to zip. Yeah, I thought Coventry would at least score. Yeah, I was way off. I had thirty eight, thirty one. Yeah, when you said that, I was like, okay, that's not gonna be right. <laughs> But I figured, I figured it'd be a little bit. I figured it'd be a little better. Yeah, you you had fifty to twenty seven. You could have just added both those scores together and gave it to the Saracens, and you would have been Actually, I mean, Yeah, I should have. Yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> should have. So I, again, I'm generous, right? Thirty eight, thirty. You are, yeah, you are the nice one. Uh, but this last game, Amp Hill versus Richmond, was our. Well, it's not the last one. It is our disagreement, though. Uh, Amped Hill took that one 31-22. I picked Richmond uh, 26-24. You had Amped Hill 30-10. A much closer game than I thought it was going to be. But still, you know, Richmond are bottom of the table for a reason. Yeah. 
So, like we talked about earlier, the last game this time for reals is Nottingham versus the Blues, and Nottingham took that one 22 to 20. Uh, no, 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 Blues took that one. No, Nottingham. No, Stop. Nottingham 22 20, which is crazy because Nottingham hadn't won a game until last week, and now they're on a two game win streak. Hey, yo. And we both had the Blues to win that one, so anything but. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, big news coming uh, from them soon. So let's run through these oh, the standings real quick, uh, and then we'll. I might edit a little bit of shit out just so this episode isn't so fucking long. Yeah. So Ealing is uh, number one with forty-five. Saracens is number two with forty. Then Doncaster thirty-one. Cornish Pirates are thirty. Then you have Coventry, Amptill, Jersey Reds, Bedford Blues, Hartford University, Nottingham at number ten. Uh, Richmond is eleven with four, and London Scottish. Um, I don't think they've even been playing this year. Yeah, yeah, their their stats are all zero. They, I think they, when COVID hit, I think they um. They backed out. They backed out. Yeah, because they they should be the other team in there, and they have not uh, been playing. Yeah, which is why there's a lot of bye weeks or bye games. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, our first game is going to be Bedford versus Amphill. Uh, that's who Bedford at Amphill. Correct. Um. <laughs> Well, I'm assuming. Let me let me double check. It just says Bedford the time and then Amptill, so I'm assuming Amptill's home. This is all Saturday. All these games will be on Saturday. Well, I'm gonna go with the underdogs. I'm gonna go with Bedford. Yeah, I I am too, actually. Um The yeah, I think Bedford's got a better offense. I think they can outscore until they they just they play. They're so exciting to watch, even if they don't win. Like they're always trying crazy stuff. They're always crossfield kicking. They're always trying to get it out to the wings quick. So when it doesn't work, I mean they they either crash and burn, or you know they go all out. So I I'm gonna give it to Bedford, especially because I think this is the last game. Before the playoffs. Oh. Which is only a two two team playoff. All right, so what's the score you got? Forty four to thirty seven. I have Bedford eighteen twelve. I think it's gonna be an exciting back and forth sort of game. Just because it's if it's if this is the last game, I think this is going to be they're going to go all out pulling, you know. Yeah. Next up, we have Richmond versus Coventry. Coventry is going to win that one. Should win that one. Uh, Forty-five to eighteen. Richmond, I think, showed a lot of heart, but. Coventry is ultimately a better team. All 
I got Coventry 32 to 24. Okay, up next we have Saracens and Hartbury. Oh, fuck. I really like Hartbury, man, but uh, <laughs> Saracens, they're, I mean, they're going to win that one by 70 points. Well, I was fixing to say, what? You're making it seem like this is a hard choice. No, no, I just feel bad for Hartbury. Um, especially because they have the, like a unique situation with, you know, basically they're all college kids. You know, yeah. They don't stay on the team long. They they go to school there. They play there, and they leave. And a lot of them don't even keep playing rugby. So, yeah, I, I've got um, Saracens seventy-seven to five. I'm gonna give them a try. They're not gonna get shut out. I hope. What was that score again? Uh, 77 to 5. Wow. Well, they just beat Coventry 73 to nothing, and Coventry's a much better team than Hartbury is. Well, Broderick, if you're listening, don't make that face whenever you hear my prediction. Because I'm going to say 57 to 20. You're so full of it, dude. <laughs> You're so full. I mean, I guess they've pretty well got it locked up. So I guess the only way that happens is if they don't put their starters in. But even then, I mean, their their B team should still beat Hartpree by 50 points. All right, and that's well, not a uh, and people listening. That isn't a knock on Hartbury. That's you're looking at Saracens B team is capable of beating most Premiership teams. It's true, man. Who are you looking at? Stop that. Saracens are a juggernaut. No, dude, dude they I, barely their B wait. team barely beat Bath last year. Okay, but they still did. Actually, I think it was a tie, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, right. So you get what I'm saying, though. Their B team is still a very capable premiership team. Hartbury is unfortunately... Actually, I don't even know if that was out of 11. That, that was to get in... Well, it could have been because they weren't getting to the finals anyway. So because saying, that, they're, they're playing to get into the finals, but yeah, if they're already being... Uh, if they already made it, they didn't need to. So I'm saying, well, they're so they're so like it would have mattered for the series. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Their B team is still incredible. So as much as it pains me to say it, I just, you know Hartbury doesn't have a chance, unfortunately. And that's not a, again not a knock on Hartbury. It's just that you were taking the best of the best and putting them in a lower level and expecting a fair competition. I guess. Uh, Reds and the Pirates. Pirates. I'm not going to pick against the Cornish Pirates, man. Unless they're playing... Not even playing Saracens. They beat Saracens. So <laughs> So this, this might be my bias coming out. I will pick Pirates against anybody. Well... 
anybody in the championship. <laughs> don't tell me like all blacks or something like that. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll, you know, uh, but yeah, I got pirates, man. Um, I like them. They got a lot of players who were leaving after the season. And I think they're going to come out and try to give their all um, in their final game. So I'll say 30 to 23. All right. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be a 26 to 20. 26 to 20. We'll say with that. To the Pirates. Also, they're playing for third place right now. Yes. So, because they're one point behind Doncaster. So, if they go out there and they get a bonus point win and Doncaster do not, they could finish third over Doncaster. Especially because the points differential goes to the Pirates. Right. Speaking of Doncaster, that is the last game. They are at Nottingham. Nottingham look pretty good the last two weeks, but Doncaster is third. So I'm going to have to give it. I think they have more talent. Say I, I, I give it to Doncaster 23 to 10. Uh, I'm gonna say 36 to 18. To who? Doncaster. Yeah. To uh, Nick Savetta used to play for. It's a USA Eagle. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Who plays for Rooney now? I think. Yeah. He played. He played for Doncaster for a couple years. So. Uh, going to the Premiership, um, Bears are still number one with 76. Behind them are Chiefs with 68. Then you have Sale, Quinns, Saints, Leicester, London Irish, Wasps, and Bath. At number 10, you have Newcastle Falcons with 39, Gloucester with 36, and Worcester with 22. Ugh. They're hanging in there. Well, not really. Thank goodness uh, they're not getting relegated this year. Yeah, no, no shit. So, Prem does start back up this week. Uh, there wasn't any matches the previous week, which is why we're just going straight into the standings and the upcoming games. Their first game is going to be Friday at 1.45 Central Time as Gloucester at London Irish. We go with the home team since fans are back. And Gloucester are still not that great. But they are capable of pulling that uh, surprise rabbit out of a hat every now and then. St. London Irish, 21 to 17. 21 to 17 to the Exiles. Let me go ahead and mark that one down as a disagreement. Ooh, another one. Well, you're going to pick your. You're going to pick your guys. I got uh, Gloucester winning 24 to 20. I will say Gloucester are capable of winning this game. Up next, this is also at Friday at 145. We have the Sale Sharks versus the Bristol Bears, baby. Were they playing it? At home. Uh, Bristol's home. Bristol's going to win it then. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, they got theirs swapped. Okay, so... Usually it's like first team at the second team. 
so no, so how, we're actually playing at sale. Are the lineups in yet? Let's see. This is important to know because this, this is a close game, I think. Let's see. Preview. No, they are not. They are not. So we are playing. So London Irish is actually playing at uh, Gloucester. Gloucester's oh, home. Oh, what? I told you. I was reading it wrong. So like oh, well, LR. I might, my, I might switch my score then. I'll switch my score to Gloucester if it's if Gloucester is playing at home. Gloucester's home. Then I'll pick Gloucester. Okay. Let me just do this real quick. Since, since fans are back, I, I will pick Gloucester. Because Gloucester have been playing minus their last game. I think it was like, what, 31-7 to 7 or something like that? But to Bristol. But outside of that, they've been playing better. I will give it to them if they're playing at home. Yeah, so like um, MLR, they put like the first team at the other team. Um, Super Rugby does like the first team is at the second team. Over here at Prim, they do the first team is home, the second team. Yeah. So, it just Makes sense. so again, Gloucester's home. London Irish is visitors. They're playing at Kings Holm. Uh, so you have Gloucester 21-17? Yep. yep. There well, goes our fucking disagreement. Flip those scores, yeah. Okay, so Sharks versus Bears. That's tough, man. Without knowing the lineups. Um, if the Bears can hang on to the ball, I'll give them the win 24-22. to 22. But if man, if they start having handling errors, it's over. Okay, I got Bristol thirty-three twenty-six. Yeah, ugh, that's tough. I'll, I mean, I yeah, like I said, man, I'll, I'll give it to Bears, but they've got to hang on to the ball. Yeah, yep, yeah, I agree. I agree. Up next, we have. Saturday at eight in the morning Central Time. That is Bath is. Playing at Twickenham Stoop Harlequins. Oh, Quins. I'll, I'll take the Quins. I think after, after they lost the Tigers, I, th- I think they're going to come out swinging uh, 45 to 28. Ooh, 45 to 28. I have Quins 43 to 24. Ooh, there it is. There's our once a week close. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Uh, at 9 p.m. Central Time Saturday, we have Leicester Tigers playing at Worcester Warriors. Oh, Tigers, 28-10. They're going to take out 28-10. to 10. They're, they're going to take out all that anger and frustration out on not winning the Challenge Cup on the poor Worcester Warriors. <laughs> Ted Hill's going to do his amazing, you know, normal game that he has, but uh, Worcester's still going to get stomped. 
I got Leicester doing 24-12. Yeah, it's going to be rough, I think. Oh, this next game hurts because I'm probably going to go with the Saints, but Wasps are playing at the Saints. At yeah, Saints are going to win. Saints are going to win. I can't. This is a game I can't really lose. Um, Wasps look generally terrible, but Saints lost against the Falcons, who they should have beat pretty easily. Uh, they had a couple of people not playing, I think. But, uh, yeah, Saints, 34-21. Uh, 34-21. I, I, I think they're going to pop off. I got Saints, 30-16. And then Chiefs versus the Falcons is Sunday at 7.30 in the morning. Chiefs are home. Oh, yeah, so the Falcons are probably feeling pretty good after the last win um i hope they hang on to that feeling because it's not going to happen again chiefs are going to win fairly comfortably i think 38 to 17 i have chiefs winning 47 32 mm-hmm. it's yeah, the Falcons look better, but man, they don't they don't look Chiefs better. All right. And I think this is the end of the Rainbow Cup. I can't find anything on uh I don't see any South African teams. But the first game I see Oh wait, shit. There is Fuck me. How did I miss those? Well, whoever the Bulls are playing, they're going to win. Bulls are playing Lions. Oh, they're definitely going to win. 35 to 12. Because I I learned from last time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, no, I'm going to scroll too far. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, Yeah, so again, I don't see any South African teams. Until next week? Let me go down to next week. Uh, June 4th. Yes, until next week. That's correct. All right. So we just have the Pro 14 uh, of the Super Rainbow Cup. So we got Munster and Cardiff. So yeah, Munster and Cardiff is going to be um, 1.30 p.m. on Friday. On Friday? Are you sure? It says Friday the 28th. See, mine shows Saturday the 29th. Hmm. I'm looking at Rugby Pass right now. So Me too. <laughs> For Munster and Cardiff? Yeah. The only game... So I see Ulster and Scarlet's Benetton and Connick, and then yeah. uh, that's Saturday's game, Dragons and Glasgow. So Saturday, I've got Munster, Cardiff, and Ulster, Scarlet's. Sunday, I've got Benetton, Connick, Dragons, Glasgow, and that's it. What? That's all. That's all mine showing me. 
All right, I'm. Let me refresh. Maybe something. Changed. No, I still have it for Friday. Okay, well, I'll go off yours then, because obviously mine is tweaking out. Anyways, we got Munster Carter this week, everybody. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, Munster should win this game. But they've been losing some games that they should be winning. I'll give it to Munster 29 to 22. Um, 29 to 22 to Munster? Yeah. Okay, I got Munster at 32-24. Up next on a Saturday, we have Ulster versus the Scarlets. Who's who's at home? Um, I have no idea. I, I think that's I think that's very important in this game because I think they're very close. Okay, hang on, hang on. Um, Ulster's home. I'll give it to Ulster then. Um, so rugby pass also does it flipped. Twenty-four to twenty. Ulster. Again, if this was if this was reversed and Scarlets were at home, I would I'd flip the scores. But I think, especially now, if fans are coming back, I mean, you're you're looking at home field advantage like they haven't had in a year and a half. Uh, I got Ulster twenty two eighteen. Up next is Benetton versus Connick. Wait, so Benetton is at home? Just kidding. It doesn't matter. Connick's going to win that one. <laughs> Ooh. 20, 25 to 18. You know what, Benetton? I finally picked them, and they let me down, so I'm not picking them over Connick. Well, let me get my highlight. Who, who just beat Munster, so I don't care where they're playing. You heard me. I got my highlighter out. You're really going to pick Benetton again? Highlighting this match. Picking Benetton four weeks in a row? I don't think I picked him four weeks in a row. I think you might have. You picked him at least three out of four. Anyways, probably. Um, That sounds weird. Benetton, 36-32. Dang. That's a bold pick. It's a very bold pick. It's a bold score too. Yeah. And there's a last. I hope Connex doesn't pull some shit where they're like, "Whoa, it's only playing Benetton. We're gonna play all of our 17 year olds." Yeah. And I hope he oh, goes out there and gets red carded. And I yeah, <laughs> I'll be so upset, dude. <laughs> It'd be funny. I'll lose it. No, I'll lose it. It will not be funny. Well, it might be kind of funny. And then the last game we have is Dragons versus Glasgow. Oh man, team versus team. But what what jersey you got out there? Uh, I I can't tell. I have the worst view in the house. That's a weird. Pretty sure I know which uh, sponsors those are and the colors. Yeah. So uh, Jacob has a Glasgow Warriors jersey on right now. Oh, there it is. 
Glasgow Warriors. <laughs> yep. So uh, I'm picking Glasgow, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Thirty-one to twenty-eight. I have Dragons twenty-eight twenty. Do you just feel like a pile of shit to make that score prediction <laughs> while wearing their jersey? You know, uh, I don't, actually. No, oh, I don't. Well, your morals are uh, ready to go in the trash can. Yeah, so let me go <laughs> get my highlighter out. And make sure I got all the disagreements here. So, plus what this was. Look, Star Lord disagrees with you. <laughs> he says, no, Jacob. Okay. So, we have a total of. Five. 25 games. Five disagreements. Six. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, seven. Actually, that's seven. seven. Man, lots of chances for me to be right this time. Fingers crossed. Improving on the tie. Seven disagreements. Uh, we have six prim games, five Super Rugby games, four Rainbow Cups, five MLR, and five RFU, bringing us to a total of 25 games this week. No excuses. You guys have to watch them all. Yep. Yep. Even if even if you can't watch them in your area, subscribe to a VPN. Figure it out. Figure it out. I don't have any news, but I heard you did, so we'll let you go ahead and kick that section off. Well, now i got to find it. but uh, So, I, I think I had two things, but I can only remember one. So... But yeah, it's about the Austin Gogronis. Uh, they had four players selected to the USA extended team. USA extended? Yeah, which basically means they're going to be in training camp. Um, they're The USA Eagles are keeping an eye on them. And uh, those players are Will McGee, Bryce Campbell, Ruben DeHaas, and Connor Mooneyham. So Bryce Campbell, yeah. Will McGee, and Ruben DeHaas are already USA Eagles. So basically, Connor Mooneyham, who is a rookie just fresh out of college, is already being looked at by the Eagles. He's a bad son of a bitch. Uh, so yeah, obviously Mooneyham's first ever invitation to the national team squad. Um, yeah, McGee, Campbell, and Haas have combined seventy-five caps between them, so they're already, you know, they're already Eagles. They know how to do it. They know what's up. Um, Campbell, I feel like he might have been captain when, uh, oh, what's his name, wasn't, wasn't playing. 
Yeah, DeHaas, he, he's a new uh, new player for the AGs, but he's definitely, he's basically the Eagles starting uh, scrum half. Yeah, Connor Mooneyham, he's, he's done pretty fucking good with uh, Austin this year. I'll be fucking sad if he gets to go back to the... Yeah. He might just go somewhere else. It might not be to the Jackals, but it might. I mean, it could be Houston. It could be the Jackals. could be anybody. Hopefully not the Giltinis. Yeah, right. That would be a bummer. Um, oh, some uh, some people are calling for uh, Super Rugby AU to pull out of the Trans-Tasman no tournament. Shit. Because they're getting beat so bad. Um, I think that's ridiculous. They're, they've played in the AU for two seasons straight now. They're not used to playing the New Zealand teams, which they've been playing for the past 23 seasons, minus the past... The 25 seasons minus the past two. So for 23 seasons, they were playing New Zealand. They were getting the best of the best. So they were giving they were giving the best of the best. So right now... They are a step behind, but you have to face the best to give the best. So, yeah, right now they're going to get their ass kicked, but they'll step up. You just have to. It's going to be some growing pains, but they'll they'll step up. That's pretty bad sportsmanship, too. It's yeah. After two weeks, they're like, we gotta quit. We're yeah, getting right? beat so bad. We gotta quit. I mean, what's that? What's that going to do for you? What? How does that? Uh, how does that help? Yeah, it doesn't help you grow. How does it help the national team? It it absolutely doesn't. So yeah. I don't know. I just hopefully they don't withdraw. That would be super messed up. So uh, let's see if there's anything in the Pro 14. Hang on, did we miss games? I don't think so. Oh, I think we might have. What games? Uh, it looks like the Bulls lost to the Lions. That was last week, though. Wait, we didn't. Co- we right. didn't cover that. It said May twenty second. You're right. I didn't cover that. What the f? I feel like it's like the second or third time this has happened. We're like the Af- South African teams. Yeah, but they I think their schedule's messed up because they weren't on ESPN, which they normally are. When I checked it, they weren't on there. Well, so, I've been using Rugby Pass, and they're usually on Rugby Pass. Well, yeah, but I mean, I went to check to see who was playing this weekend, and they weren't They weren't up. So I don't know what's going on with that, but I, and I even just said the Bulls were going to win that game, and they lost. By one point, 34 to 33. Jeez. And the Stormers beat the Sharks. 25. What the hell happened in... Hang on. I feel like this is in our notes somewhere. No, dude. I, I didn't see this. I didn't talk about this. Maybe we talked about it a week prior. Nope. 
We definitely did not talk about this. You sure? I'm 100% sure we did not talk what? about this. This thing, this little thing you got me, I can throw my notes away and pull them back. Well, pull them oh, back. I didn't. I permanently deleted them. Dude, we didn't talk about this. We said there was no Rainbow Cup. We did not talk about this. Cut all of this garbage out, and we'll just bring this up real quick. So who was it? It was the Stormers and the Sharks? So the Bulls lost to the Lions 34-33. to The Bulls so far have been the best team. Oh, fuck. Dude. My phone updated, so I just lost all my notes. Oh, shit. Well, like, previous notes. Like, I was hoping that dude. I could catch before they get away. No, dude, we, we didn't talk about this, though. Like, I know we didn't talk about the Bulls losing to the Lions. I would have remembered that. Well, I think we might have had our predictions in. We said there was no Rainbow Cup. I just listened to the episode today, I think. Well, maybe it was like a week ago, right? And the, the games got pushed off and we didn't see it or something. I don't I feel so. like we talked about those two teams. I, I don't fucking know, dude. I don't think so, dude. Because we said there was, we talked about the games that happened and then we said there's no Rainbow Cup this week. Oh, well. So you want to hop on that real quick? Yeah, go ahead and kill it. So apparently, <laughs> we didn't cover this last week, but because I think ESPN or Rogue Pass or whoever had, I think the schedule for all of the South Africa teams is maybe a little bit messed up. Because this isn't the first time we've had problems figuring out who was playing and when they were playing. But the Bulls, who were previously undefeated, took on the Lions, who previously had not won a game, and the Bulls lost 34-33. to So I don't think anyone ever saw that coming. And then uh, my guys, the Stormers, who I like because they have a cool name, uh, they beat the Sharks 25-22. to <laughs> So, yeah, there were those two games, which did not go the way that I know either one of us would have predicted. So, pretty pretty quick on the Rainbow Cup South Africa, but that's what we got. Was that it? That's it. No more news? I dig deeper, maybe. You know, our, our account on Twitter keeps getting fucking suspended, and it's pissing me off. Why? I have no idea. Oh, uh, Darcy Graham has extended his contract with Edinburgh Rugby. So the Scotland winger will be back. Uh, he's got 17 tries and 39 games for Edinburgh, and he's got nine tries in 19 international games. So... Good to have that winger back at Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. And Scarlet center, uh, Steph Hughes, has also re-signed his contract with the Scarlets. So he's been there uh, 
eight years, played 98 times with Scarlets, and he'll be back for a little bit longer. Hails you. He's a hometown kid, big fan of Scarlets when he was a little kid going all the games. Now he gets to play for them for at least a few more years. Hopefully be a Centurion. He's like, I get two more games to be a Centurion. So how cool would that be? How cool would that be, man? You're like a kid. You're going to watch the games in the weekend. And you grow up and you get to play for them. That'd be fucking awesome. Well, I feel like I name drop him a lot. But Who? fucking uh, Marler. He is the same way. If you read his book, he was talking about, um, you know, going to watch the Quins play growing up all the time. And he actually got <laughs> he actually got kicked out of the stadium whenever he was younger because he wanted just he was he was little right and he hopped the 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 fence to go and try to oh, grab no. some grass he just wanted some grass like as like a souvenir and he got kicked out and whenever he got invited to go play with the Quins he was nervous about going to play with him because he thought the the bouncer or whatever you want to call him back like then, remember him gonna recognize him and be like hey aren't you the fucking fat chubby kid that jumped over the fence trying to grab some grass he was like so yeah he was like real nervous about it and shit yeah, tell awesome. him gotta read his book dude dude i've been listening to his podcast nonstop. i'm almost caught up to like present time this guy is ridiculous him and tom are they're probably my favorite podcast to listen to now they're so <laughs> freaking good there's so I listened to one about a freaking cheesemonger, an hour on some dude that sells cheese, and it was Joe Marler half naked in his van eating cheese and getting drunk on red wine. It does not get better than that. One of the recent ones he just had, uh, he had. Um, I listened to the boxer one that we sponsored. Yes, and that was great. Yeah, but the the recent one that came on after that one was uh, I don't know what you call him, but like it was a person that knows everything about wine. A sommelier. Yeah, and he was like, oh, a Somalian? <laughs> I was yeah. like, I always wanted to Did be somewhere from there. No, not yet. Dude, she was like talking so much shit. Like, Did, you hear the... Did you hear the death row person from no. Texas? No. It was some chick from Texas. Yeah, and... I need to go back and read, like, listen to the, pre- the past oh, ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to go back to the past ones. They're so good. So good. Yeah, I started as soon as I started listening, I just listened to the present and then just kept kept going from there. I haven't listened to any of the past ones. I listened to his past Patreon stuff. I'm gonna try to get on that show. Yeah, I'll I'll send you the login for that. No, I'm gonna send them an email and tell them I wanna be on it. Oh, okay. As a won't happen. Yeah, as a lineman. Whatever you want to call it lineman. Power a power lineman. I don't know why I always get that wireline confused. Doesn't matter. Eh, pretty big difference. It doesn't matter, though. I mean, yeah. yes, but it does not matter. In the grand scheme of things, not important. Oh, Joe Mahler. Yeah. I love the way he just even says his name. Like, it's just, it's so... English. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Their accents they always do. Yeah. Their South African one is terrible. But it's funny. The uh which one? The fucking 
Oh, fuck. Like, he doesn't even say Joe Marler. It's like, I'm Joe Marler. And this is Tom Fordyce. He does uh, an accent of... Who... Who is the movie Invictus about? The South African president. I'm not telling you this. You should know this. I can't remember. I forgot the fucking name. God damn it. This is like top 10 world history events. I know. I can't. Like, it's... The moment I go to fucking talk about it, I can't remember. Is that the worst? Man. The only thing that, the only name that keeps popping into my mind is Morgan Freeman, only because he fucking plays yeah, it's him. It's not Morgan Freeman. That's who plays him, but it's definitely not Morgan Freeman. I know not it's Morgan not Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Oh. Nelson Mandela. There you go. Yeah, whenever he does his accent, it's pretty fucking good. It's not even funny anymore because it took so long. You should have just fucking filled it in. I should have, but you know what? Sometimes it's got to come to you. you. You feel better knowing that you got it. I Googled it, motherfucker. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of the names. I was like, there's M in there, Morgan Freeman. No, that's not it. And then <laughs> it's Nelson Mandela, but Howie Mandela came to my mind. And I was like, watching, watching that movie, um, going back, it's like, you know, when I didn't really follow rugby that closely, I didn't really know much about it, but I knew it was like cool because you watch like the highlights of, you know, super hard hits and rugby and whatever. Yeah. Going back and watching that movie after like following rugby and getting into it, they say some really stupid stuff in that movie. Yeah. Like Matt Damon at one point, they're like in a huddle. Like for whatever, because they're having a break and they're huddling up like football for some reason. Like, <laughs> guys, guys, we got to have more scrums. And it's like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's not a thing. You know, just walk <laughs> up, you huddle up your teammates and go, we got to get more scrums. We got to make them knock that ball on so we can have more scrums. It's not how that's, that works. I guess I need to go rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, you got to go rewatch it. It's still a good movie. That's a good point. Yeah, I remember him. I remember them like having that huddle talk. And they're like talking about like teaming up on uh, uh, Jonah. Yeah, and that, that part they did do. They did talk like for weeks about how like you have to double team him. We can handle everybody else one on one, but not him. Yeah, but like yeah, I just, like I said, I never realized that. Like yeah, they huddle and just like wait a minute. Don't they don't do that. It. You don't get time <laughs> off to do that. But other than that, good movie. Good movie. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch it. And all the early 2000s, you know, slow motion stuff. There's <laughs> a lot of, like, slow motion stuff. Well, it's a Clint Eastwood movie. You can't go wrong with a Clint Eastwood movie. Well, I'm going to go ahead and call this because unedited right now, we're at two and a half hours. Uh, and I'm I'm the guy that gets to clean this shit up. So, yeah. well, you're good at you it. Guys that actually like stayed throughout the whole podcast or episode, uh, deeply appreciate it. But again, 
anything that like we can do better, right? Like we'll take criticism pretty well. So like whatever you think that we could do better, you know, whether it's the format or what we talk about or blah, blah, blah. If it makes the show more interesting for you to listen to, yeah, please feel free to send those in because that's all we want. Right. I mean, like, I don't want to fucking give out some shit that nobody's going to listen to and not go. Right, but don't be an asshole about it. I don't want to cry. Well, you're a Bigs fan, so that's just gonna that's just the inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy who's ten didn't make the Lion Squad. I'm not crying about it. That just means we're gonna be fucking winning this championship, baby. That's true. We're gonna be the prim champions. Yeah, when you beat the understaffed Exeter Chiefs. Okay. There was a, a bald guy um, that's roided out that once said, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or by a mile. Winning is winning. Yep. Yep, I, I agree. For the most part. <laughs> for the most part. I agree. But no, for real, send in like any... You know, any feedback or if there's something that you want us to talk about or team histories or you know, like predictions, like we've always said, uh, make sure you send those in. Uh, that way we can get that feedback and we can start, you know, formatting to make it more of a likable and enjoyable likeable show. Yeah, enjoyable. Sure. Enjoyable show. Um yeah, just send us some feedback, you know. Like I said, you can send those in the questions at scrumduppodcast.com. Put them on our Facebook page or send them in our Facebook Messenger. Uh, you can actually also send it in at our website, which is also scrumduppodcast.com. Uh, hats will be going on sale on Facebook and the website by the end of this week. Other than that, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week and look out for a bonus episode soon. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.